everybody, and welcome to episode 100 on the Clicking It podcast. Uh, thank you guys so much for the past 100 episodes. Never thought we were going to get here. Uh, so let's just sit here for a moment, soak it in. Um, Dan, what else do we want to say here for our 100th episode? Uh, just thanks for everybody just for supporting us. It means a lot. Uh, I certainly didn't. What I mean. I, when we started this, I was like, maybe we'll get to 100, never thinking we'd be here this fast. Yeah, it definitely, definitely, it definitely helped when we were doing two episodes a week for a few months. I don't know how we ever accomplished that. <laughs> I think that was more during the winter time when nothing much was going on and we were actually getting a consistency of Heroclix news and sets and figures to talk about. And then there was just kind of like that lull this summertime where not much happened because House or not House of X, uh, Rise and Fall was uh, pushed back to a month and a half. Um, but yeah, Kane's going to join us shortly. He is just getting off of work, but uh, it's just me and Dan in the studio tonight. So let's uh, get into a quick, how was our week before Kane shows up? Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. There are seven days, there are seven days, there are seven days in a week. Alright, let's start off with my co-host Dan. Dan, how was your week? Good. It's been kind of busy, but uh, and I got to play Clicks on Sunday, which was fun. Um, it was nice to shake the rust off a bit, but the rust was showing in my final match because I just made a very... Uh, like easy to notice error uh, in our in our match, and you were able to clean up my uh, Emma Frost very easily after that. So it was just like, oh yeah, the rest is showing. So it was nice to uh, play a few matches and uh, try out some things. So that was, it was it was a good time overall. Yeah, we actually played for a master mold at our venue yesterday. So we had six people show up. It was Ryan. It was our buddy Dave, it was Dan, it was Ryan's wife, Christine, and it was their buddy Pete. Uh, it was a two-booster buy-in, but I did allow a mulligan for if you didn't want like your first two boosters. So how it worked was you buy two boosters of whatever set was available. Nobody did Fantastic Four, Fusion Foundation, shocking. And then um, everyone did Rise and Fall except for me. And I pulled crap out of House of X, so I was going to buy two more House of X, but I was like, you know what, let's just test my luck with Rise and Fall. Um, the only other person that mulliganed was Ryan, because he didn't pull much his first part, but then he also didn't pull much his second part. Uh, I pulled, I guess you could call it the nuts. My team was, in one booster alone, I had Exodus, Sabretooth, Super Rare Mystique, Blob, and Magneto. And then in my other booster, it was Smasher, Impulse. I can't remember the other two. A Multiple Man. I can't remember the other one, but then I pulled Herbert um, Blackheart Chase. So I played one entire booster of the Brotherhood team, and then I added uh, Blackheart for 50 more points. It did break theme, but um, it gave me prob with Blackheart. But that one... Uh, Brotherhood booster is insane. Um, I couldn't believe that all that was in one pack. So in the first game, I played Christine. Her team was, let me look it up real quick because I did take pictures. She had a Sinister, a Corsair, a Magneto, a Wolverine, a Destiny, and an Emperor Vulcan. Or, yeah, Emperor Vulcan. Uh, she played really well. Oh, my other figure was uh, the Uncommon Mystique. Um... 
But uh, she played really well. I think I only got 175 points out of her. Um, that Exodus is insane with his mind control to hit somebody, and then they just take damage of his printed value. So he's just, I mean, it's basically a double attack. But um, she played really well. We had a good fought battle. And then the next game I played against Ryan, and Ryan had just, he didn't have much. He had a Sabretooth, he had a Corsair, a Havoc, Kid Gladiator, Smasher, X-23, and a, and a Banshee. Uh, so he didn't really pull anything great. Kid Gladiator's good and sealed, but he didn't have anything to go along with it. I don't remember what his other rare was. I don't remember either. I, didn't, I don't even. I don't even remember seeing it. Honestly, I yeah, I don't think he played it. I think it was that one uh, Carmella Uniscone or whatever it was. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I think I'm not sure. I think I got her too, or what, maybe I didn't. I don't remember what I got for my other rare. I mean, I don't. I just, yeah, I. I, I don't know. That's, I mean, his team was his team wasn't bad. It wasn't. He had a lot of hitters, but they just that's all they did. They didn't do anything fancy. Yeah. Um, yeah, you did pull that Carmella because I remember talking to you about what you could have built because um, you you didn't realize that the Rachel Gray had TK, which would have helped you a lot in your games if you would have put them. I did game. have I did have her because she had that funky sculpt that I would like the energy on the one side, and I was like, "What is this?" And I was like, "Okay." Yeah. Um, their buddy Pete did pull a Weapon Hex. Um, his team was Weapon Hex, uh, Dakin, Warpath, um, Corvus, I call him Zack from Final Fantasy VII, a Cyclops, a Sabretooth, and a Polaris. And then our buddy Dave had Raza, Exodus, Longshot, Silver Samurai, and I can't tell who the other person is. Uh, yeah, I can't tell who the other person. Oh, was. I, I played him. And I should remember this. Uh, he had, he had a Colossus, and then there's one other figure uh, in the picture that I can't quite make out who it is. That's on our Facebook page, right? Yeah, it's an uncommon X Men. I can I know that, but I don't me, know who it is. Let me take a look. I remember play, I remember playing him, and I know I I got most of his team. And then so. Dan pulled pretty good. He pulled he, his team was Blob Smasher at a hundred multiple man. Emma Frost, Super Rare, and Banshee. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, Dan went 2-0. I went 2-0. We met up in the final match. Um, I ended Wait. Oh, go ahead. Dave pulled long shot. That's what it was. Long shot. Um, me and Dan did play in the last match. It is up on our YouTube channel and Facebook page if you don't want to watch it. Um, yeah, he just... You, you left an opening, and I couldn't take it, or I couldn't not take it. I did have to do some repositioning with... Mystique. Mystique was just praising me my outwitter the whole time. She didn't do that much attacking. She just she's great because she's she can nimble or she's nimble because she just ignores characters or she can go wherever she wants. And um, I outwitted Emma Frost senses. TK'd up Sabretooth. Um, you did attack me, so I rolled. Oh no, you didn't attack me. I just picked up a light object to do four straight to Emma, yep. and then um, it was kind of downhill from there. But you had a great fight. Um, TK would have helped, though, because Emma is just brutal if you have that TK with ignores whatever she feels like. Yeah, she's actually, like, in Sealed, she plays really well. Like, I can see where her weakness is in, like, Constructed, but in Sealed, she's very good. Yeah. So, there was another tournament that, let me get it on my phone because I took pictures of it. I forgot who actually held the tournament, but... 
Um, for the four people that were in it, Calder Ness, it was Jonah Fleming, it was Ian Eagleston, and it was Kevin something. I don't know who, but it was for a master mold. They did a um, constructed. Calder did Double Flash, Mr. Oz, Sky Tyrant, Guy Gardner, Jason Weingard, and Marvella. Jonah Fleming did Batman, Prime, Dark Phoenix, Mr. Oz, Sky Tyrant, Amanda Waller, Molecule Man, and Doom the Annihilating Conqueror. Ian did Flash Times 2, Weingard, Molecule Man, Sky Tyrant, Marvella, Mr. Oz, and Dark Britain. And then Kevin did Double Null and Mr. Oz. And in the final game, it was Calder Ness versus Jonah, and Calder won that. So Calder got himself a Master Mold as well, so congratulations, Calder. Uh, no, it was fun. Um, and actually, Ryan bought the second half of or the second half of the case that we opened for it after we mulliganed, and he pulled himself Ultra Chase Deadpool. Oh, he did. That's funny. Yep. So he he said he hasn't seen a because he usually buys like four or five cases himself, and he said he hasn't seen a Herbert case. So he's like, I'll just buy the other brick. There might be something good in there, or yeah, buy the other brick. And he got himself a Deadpool. I don't know what else he got in the brick, but congrats to Ryan out there. I actually oh, sent my Ultra Chase Deadpool in for a replacement to WizKids just because the top dial is very faded. You can't really tell, you know, the range, the lightning bolts, his um, set number, all that kind of stuff. So I sent that in on Thursday. We'll see actually how long it takes me to get my replacement. Um, yeah, I think that's it for... Oh, so so funny. So I had two weddings this weekend, and on my way to one of them... so. I had to hire somebody for the other wedding, which was just a ceremony. But on my way to my wedding, I was like, nothing really happened this week uh, that I can talk about on how's your week because it was kind of a slow week. Nothing really happened. So I'm like, okay, for once, I won't have a story for you guys. Well, I have a story for you guys. So um, I had a wedding in the Lake Geneva area in Wisconsin, and my other videographer had a wedding in Manitowoc, which is farther north. He lives in Milwaukee. It's about a 45-minute drive. So I'm filming the ceremony. Mine started at, I want to say, 2 o'clock, and his started at 3.30, and he had to be at the church at 1 o'clock. I get a text from him at 12.30 saying that his car is overheating. He's only halfway there. He has to pull over to the side of the road to let his car cool down. So I was like, okay, cool. Let it let it uh, cool down. Get there when you can. Um, so he lets it cool down for like 20 minutes, gets back in his car, can only make it like five miles, has to pull over. He's like, I, just, I can't do it. My car is going to explode on me. I'm like, what am I going to do? Um, I asked him where he was. Luckily, he was only like five miles from uh, where my mom lives. So I called my mom up real quick. I'm like, hey, what are you doing right now? She's like, nothing. Like, can I? Can my videographer use your car to get up to a wedding that he has to be at in an hour? So she's like, yep, let me get my shoes on. I'll go get them, and then he can drop me off at my house and take my car. So he actually made it to the actual ceremony five minutes before it started and was able to film the ceremony. So luckily um, he was in the right place at the right time with where my mom lived and he made it. Um, I haven't looked at any of the footage yet, so hopefully it's good with everything. And then on my end, everything was going great. 
Um, I don't know if we have any other listeners from uh, Wisconsin area, but I am so sick of this humidity and these random storm clouds just pop out of nowhere. It feels like it's Florida in Wisconsin right now. But it will be clear blue skies and out of nowhere just torrential downpour for like 20 minutes. Um, but we're we're at the reception. I take the couple outside for some sunset photos. It's beautiful out. And then out of nowhere it just starts downpouring on us. And I have my camera out. And I say, okay, that's it. Let's go back inside. We go back inside. And out of nowhere, my camera just starts freaking out on me. Like I get these, um, I get this message just popping up saying, the accessory that you want for this camera is not available. The accessory you want, like it just keeps blinking on and off, on and off, on and off. I'm like, great. What is going on with my camera? This is not what I need right now. Um, well, if anybody out there knows about cameras, um, most cameras have something called a hot shoe on top of them where you can like put lights and microphones and stuff like that. And I was, I'm a part of a wedding videography group on Facebook and they just said what happened was I must have got a drop of water in that and that what makes the camera freak out. But all you have to do is let it dry out and it's fine. So I was freaking out a little bit just because um, not only was my other videographer late for the wedding that he was at, but then I was having technical problems on my end. So it's kind of a stressful day on Saturday for me for wedding businesses. And I still have like 10 more weddings I'm going to film this year. So hopefully no more freakouts. But I thought that would be a fun little story because I usually have a, a good one for you guys out there. Shout out to your mom for coming in clutch there. Oh, my gosh. She saved our butt because uh, if it's if he can't make it, I said, could you take an Uber? He's like, I could, but it's $80 there and then be back. I'm like, oh, my God. Uber, you're killing me. But... um it is what it is. It worked out, luckily, and uh, everything was filmed. So thank God that it happened to be in the air. And he, I asked him message message him today and said, so um, how's your car? He's like, well, the mechanic told me that he took it out for a drive, and it's topped out at one miles per hour. So that's probably not good. I'm like, yeah, that's probably not good. So hopefully it's not too serious on his end. Um, but that is our week. Now let's get into a little bit of news. All right, we actually got some previews for Empire that we're going to talk about. So, first one is we got ourselves a good old Scroll Spy 002. Uh, the cool thing about this set is they are bringing back Shape Change, and they better have if they're doing a Scroll set. So, this guy is 20 points. He starts off with an 8 stealth. He's got nothing on attack, but it's a 10 attack, 17 naked, 2 damage. Shape change, he's got a trait called Sideline Active. For all characters with this trait, when an opposing character is KO'd, you may choose a Skrull Spy on your sideline and roll a D6. Five or six, generate the chosen spy from your sideline on their second click in the square the KO character last occupied. So this is cool. You kill a character, you have these guys in your sideline, you roll a D6, five or six, you get yourself a Skrull Spy for 20 points. And on their second click, they have an 8 sidestep, 10 attack, 16 defense with 1 damage CCE. So it's not nothing. It's potential 2 damage, maybe 3 with a light object. So he'll be a fun one to collect, I think. Yeah. I mean, 20 points for what he does isn't bad. Like, that's not a... It's cheap. Yeah, I'll find some ways to get him on some scroll team. So a cool little generic there. 
Uh, we also have a Mr. Fantastic, which looks like it's a OP, or is it a play at home? I'm not sure. Uh, no, I think it's a super rare, because it's number 60. No, this, I don't, is this? Okay. It says number 60. All right, I maybe mean, this is, oh yeah, it is a super rare, okay. Um, so we have a Mr. Fantastic, number 60, super rare. Uh, maybe a chase? I, I don't know, the background's different than they used to make them, so I don't know what they're doing there with that. This might, yeah, I'm not sure, I can't, it's gotta be a super rare, because Hulkling, the next figure we're talking about is 50. So it's got to be, because I can't imagine they're having 10 chases in this set. Yeah, that would be a bit much. So we're going to assume this guy is a super rare, but um, he is 75 or 30 points. He has the Avengers, Fantastic Four, Illuminati, Kree, Skrulls, Armor, and Scientist Keyword. So this must be a Kree, Skrulls version of Mr. Fantastic. I don't think I don't think so, because he's wearing uh, armor designed by Tony, so I don't think so. Um, I think it's... I'm pretty sure this is during the Kree Skull, uh, Kree Skull, like when Hulkling united the empires. Okay. So I, I'm not 100% how he's got the keywords, but I know it's part of that storyline somewhere. Interesting. Um, at his 75-point dial, he's got a three range. He is a flyer because he does have Tony Stark uh, armor. He's got 11 charge, 11 special power, 18 impervious, 3 damage outwits. His special power is Quake, Giant Reach 3, which makes sense. He has a rally mechanic, but it is green, which is all attack rolls. So that's going to be friendly and opposing. And it is a four, but it is plasticity free. Remove Mr. Fantastic's rally die and choose an opposing character within range and line of fire. If you did until your next turn, the chosen character gains immobile. That's so pretty good. He kind of for like ties 30 people points. Up. Yeah, for 30. Yeah. Yep, because it kind of ties people up. The three range kind of stinks, so he's got to be up in your face to do it. But. Um, yeah, he just makes people immobile, which is kind of nice. He also has a second trait, Sonic Frequency Emitters. When Mr. Fantastic is giving a move action after resolutions, remove all non-debris terrain markers within range. So he's kind of like a Molecule Man. He can get rid of non-debris markers um, after he moves, which is kind of cool. Yeah, so he's going up. He could do the free, uh, just make somebody immobile within three, and then remove all those uh, like markers, so... Yep, not That's, bad. It's an interesting trick. And he's got outwit for 30 points, so I mean, it's, it's all good things. Yep, at his 30-point value, you're getting 9 sidestep, 10 attack with that special attack power, 17. Um, toughness with 3 damage out, outwit. 3, yeah. da- three damage he, still at 30 points is really good. And and he can carry somebody up, too, because he's got flight, so. Yep, nice little super rare here. Uh, next one is one I'm really interested in. This is Hulkling. This is number 50. He, he is a captain. He has Avengers, Young Avengers, Guardians of the Galaxy, Kree, Skrulls, Cosmic Ruler, and Warrior. He is 175 or 25? I think it's 175. That looks like a 7, and then 60. If this guy's 125 points, this is a bargain. I'll just tell you that much. Uh, so, yeah, I'm assuming 175 or 60. He does have zero range. He starts off at 175 with 12 charge, 12 special power attack, 18 impervious, 4 damage uh, shape change. He is a flyer. He does have scrolls and cosmic energy TA. He has three traits. First one is, I ended two wars in one day by holding a sword in the air. When establishing theme teams, characters on your starting force with the Kree keyword gain the scrolls keyword, and characters with the scrolls keyword gain the Kree keyword. So that's, that's, re- that's, that's really good. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be pretty nuts. Um, I'm interested to make some teams with this guy. 
Um, his other trait is you, your conflict created me leadership mastermind. They're doing a lot of that leadership mastermind nowadays. And we'll get into that later. Uh, when Hulkling uses leadership and succeeds, you may instead generate a scroll spy or a Cree soldier on click one. And then his last <laughs> trait. It, yeah. We don't know anything about the Cree soldiers yet, but we all know what the Cree scrolls do. And they do go on click one when he generates them. Um, his last trait is, okay, have fun with it. Free. Choose a friendly sidekick and choose blades, claws, fangs, or exploit weakness. The chosen the chosen character can use the chosen power until their next turn. So not only can they choose blades, or they can get exploit. So that's pretty good for um, this captain. I mean, for sidekicks, that's a nice bonus. Were there any sidekicks in Rise and Fall? I don't think so. I don't remember. It's funny how I, they make a mechanic and then like skip a set and then they bring it back. I guess they're trying to vary things, you know, because they introduced the rally and then we're seeing it here too. Yeah. Um, he does have a special power on all of his attacks, so he has this on his entire dial, which is Blaze Claw's Fangs. When Hulkling uses it after resolutions, you may place an adjacent friendly character or a hit opposing character a number of squares away from their current square equal to the D6 result. So you hit somebody for six, you can move them six away. That's going to be really good, especially with positioning. Now, I like this guy. At 60 points, you're getting 11 charge, 11 attack with that special power, 18 in bone, 3 damage, exploit, and then his last three clicks is just flurry with the blades, and then he's got senses and shape change. Um, yeah, so he's going he's to be hard to deal with until you can get him to like mid-dial, but then you have to hit him really hard if you want him to go away. Yeah, he's got double rollouts, his first three and his last three, and then he just has invuln in his middle three. So, um, actually, he, he will have single scroll rollout on his middle three, um, and you cannot win it because it's shape change or because it's uh, cosmic energy. So I'm glad this yeah. guy's not a chase, and I won't have to halt, uh, hunt this guy down. Um, I really thought he was going to be a chase when I heard who they were making, unless they're making some different, like, Emperor Hulkling or something like that in the next set or in the, or the chase versions. Um, and then next we got ourselves another Rocket Raccoon. I'm so excited for this because they actually gave them a team ability, which is amazing. Yeah. Uh, so we've got Rocket Raccoon. He is 50 points, six range, double target, has eight running shot, 11 energy explosions, 17 senses with three damage leadership. He's got a trait, follow-up, free. Once per turn for all characters with a follow-up trait, make an attack using Rocket Raccoon's printed combat values, but only to target a single character with... Hold on. But, but only to target a single character hit with an attack made by another friendly character with the Guardians of the Galaxy keyword. So, somebody... Excuse me. Somebody with the Guardians of the Galaxy keyword hits, follow-up, Raccoon... Uh, can do a free attack uh, hitting the same person, which is kind of cool. Um, and yes, Dan said they do have their own team ability now, which is this character's combat values cannot be modified by opposing characters' effects. That's amazing. That's just a solid... That like that plays into like who they are very well, so I like that a lot. Is I'm it, very curious if we're going to get the new the newer Guardians, too. Because so, this, this is Rocket from the new run from last year, so this is interesting. Isn't that kind of like the KC ability? Uh, yeah, basically. Yeah. But yeah, it's cool that they're finally getting their own team ability. Yeah, this rocket's well, now, like in a little business suit attire. Yeah, 
that's him from the newer, like the new 2020 run that they've been doing. So it's, it's this is cool. I'm really excited for to see if they do more of them. I'm I'm guessing they will, but I don't know who they're all gonna include in the set. Um, and then they do have another play at home kit, like the battlegrounds from Wonder Woman's, and it looks like you're getting a Wolverine, an Invisible Woman, Spider Man, Captain Marvel, uh, Human Torch, and then a Super Skrull. X-Men, a Magneto, yeah. a Taskmaster, a Madam Hydra, and a Rogue. So because there's a Super Skrull in it, I will have to buy this set because there is a Skrull in it. And it's, it's an interesting one because it's, like it's the mishmash of X-Men all in one Skrull. Yeah, we have gotten one of those before back in Secret Invasion, and it wasn't very good. Um, it started feel- off with like phasing psychic blast involved and something else, but it wasn't very good back then. I do like that. They, they named the scroll trait that too. They're like, Hey, we're, we're throwing it back. So that's cool. Yeah. Um, I think that is it for news. That is it for empire. And, um, our buddy Ryan did, and I can't confirm this, but I think he said he saw that empire. It got pushed back to November now, which means war of realms will get pushed back to 2022. Um, and it just makes sense because House of X, I keep calling it House of X, Rise and Fall got pushed back a month and a half, and they don't want to come out with another set in, you know, a month. But they should, but they should, because Rise and Fall is pissing a lot of people off, which we're going to get into very soon. But yeah, any other news that you've heard of, uh, Dan, that we need to talk about? I don't think so. No, not, th- not that I know of anyway, no. Uh, let's see. The only thing I see on WizKids on the win is, like, they have WWE way, or, like, they have some singles that are on there, but I can't, I'm trying to see if I can find the, uh, uh, Rise and Fall and if, where that has moved to on the win, if it has been moved back or not. So I'm just gonna check November right away and see if it's there, because I... Yeah, it did. So it's it doesn't have a date, but it, it was moved to November in that month. So yeah, uh, right, or War, War of the Realms will probably push back, which is fine. Twenty twenty two is fine, honestly, with the way things have kind of shifted. So it'll give everything a little bit of space. That's what you want for a hero Click set to come out during Christmas time when you're already strapped for cash because you got to buy presents for everybody. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but I mean, at least this one, well, I, at least this one's before Christmas, it's, and the next one will probably be after, so it gives you a little bit of a break. <laughs> there is no break with Quiz Kids. It's gimme, 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 gimme. Um, all right, all right. So, if you are following us on our Discord or our Facebook page, um, right now on Disney Plus, are doing that cool series, What If? So we are actually going to be doing a segment here called What If. Rise and Fall was a good set. I am the Watcher. I am your guide through these vast new realities. Follow me and ponder the question. What if? So not only are we going to be talking about what if Rise and Fall was a good set, but I have to say... The distribution on this set has been horrible. So, now, me, unfortunately, have been really lucky with loose boosters. Me and Dan were talking on our way back that I have actually bought 16 boosters off the shelves, and I've gotten, out of 10 of those, super rares and above. Um, I've pulled three chases. I've got a lot of 
uh, super rares. I haven't pulled any primes yet, which apparently primes are super hard to pull in this set. Um, but there have been multiple people, Dwayne being one of them, he pulled, he bought two cases, I believe, and in one case alone, he pulled double Deathbird, which I have not heard of pulling the same super rare in the same case in a long time, but he did. Um, somebody that I was just talking to online, Jordan, said he bought a case, and this is he's not the only one, he bought a case, and he did not get a chase. He only got the rare Prime Omega, which... I understand there are no guarantees in Heroclix when it comes to this, but why is it for Marvel sets, there always seems to be one set that screws you on chases when you buy a case? Um, another problem, he was not the only one. Somebody else, uh, there was a YouTube video. I can't remember who it was, but um, he said he also, he even showed the unboxing. He did not get a chase in his case. Scott Crampton just did a unboxing. His last two boosters of his second brick on his first case were identical, and they were two decan super rares. Which I don't know why they're putting the same super rare in a brick. So I don't know what it is going on with X Men sets, but it always feels like X Men sets have the worst distribution of any sets out there. If anyone remembers Wolverine and the X Men way back in the day, it had horrible quality control. Uh, that was a set that had team bases, and people were pulling the team base figures that you're only supposed to get in the team base boosters in actual boosters. There were wrong sculpts on wrong dials. There were missing dials, everything like that. House of X had horrible distribution. I think in my uh, case, one... I felt like in House of X, one of the bricks of the case was super good. The other one was horrible. My first brick pulled, uh, I think it was a Prime, a Chase, and three super, rares, su three super rares. My other brick, I pulled two super rares. So I don't know what it is about X-Men sets, but it's getting really tiresome of this bad distribution. Um, and Jordan, who I was talking to, is like, he's like, I'm hot. Like, I feel like if you're going to spend the cash on a case... It should be guaranteed chase, even though I know they can't technically guarantee you that, but that's pretty crappy that he didn't pull a chase. Any thoughts, Dan? I mean, yeah, it's it's weird because like the last couple, I would say like Fantastic, like it was weird that it's just been the X Men sets that have been kind of off because like the other sets I didn't really hear gripes of that prob that being a problem. So I no. just it's very strange. Like Wonder Woman was great. You were. I didn't hear of one or one case or brick that did not have a chase in it. And if <clears throat> I did, it was, I mean, I can't even give an example or hear of anything on Facebook where I saw someone pulled one. But now that people are getting their <clears throat> bricks and cases for this set, it's going all over Facebook. Hey, I didn't pull a chase. Oh, I didn't. I only. I didn't pull a prime. Um, or I just got a rare prime out of my case that is just very disappointing i've got my case coming tomorrow so we'll see if i continue the luck streak or i'll be one of those unfortunate ones that just get kind of screwed but um and you know i can maybe maybe forgive the no chase for a case but if you're going to give me the same super rare 
in a case, let alone the same super rare like Scott Crampton got in the in a brick, that's inexcusable. Yeah, that's very strange. Especially the fact that it was a decan, like the probably the worst super rare. Yeah. And it was identical. Like he hold he held up the two boosters and they were identical boosters. So I feel like that was a packing error or something because I still I would love to I keep saying this, I would love to do a how is it made WizKids edition for the factory processing, you know, clicks creation, everything like that for Hero Clicks. Because we, we, I don't think anyone knows how this stuff is made. It'd be really curious to see something like that. Uh, but let's get into what if. So, um, Kane hopefully will join us soon. He's got some figures we're going to talk about, and that also was our question for the day. But Dan, let's start out with you. What was a figure in the set that you were disappointed with? And we're also going to go with how we would fix that character. So, Dan, what's one figure you would like to talk about first? My first one was uh, Beast the Rare. I mean, he's neat. And, uh, yeah, he plays into the rally mechanic, but just seems very, like, blasé. Like, we've had, like, a lot of different copies of this, like, same mold, it feels like, um, of Beast. And so I just... It was just... Uh, I don't know. It was, uh, it was very underwhelming, I guess. Would be, and I, I, I like Beast as a character. Like, he's one of the few X-Men that I like. Um, probably because uh, Frazier played him in the movie. I, that's prompt, that's that's where my initial was like, oh, he's interesting, and that's where that started. So, um, but yeah, he was just kind of underwhelming. So, um, so how would you change my my fix would be? Um, I like the rally because doing out like double outwit is nice. That that fits into um, who he is as a character. Um, but I would. I wanted to have like a instead of like instead of having just charge, I'd rather him let, have him have like a trait where it's leap climb. Uh, you can just give him a sidestep on those first three clicks to charge instead, and it's like leap climb. And then uh, when he uses leap climb after resolutions, he can make a close attack targeting all characters he moved through or something instead using his printed uh, values or something. Yeah, I mean, just to have some kind of variety. In, in him than just the same old like charge and sidestep combinations that he's been getting. Yeah, he I mean he does have outwit. It's okay. His rally mechanic is kind of tricky. Not, I wouldn't say tricky. It's just weird. I guess. I mean, it's not bad if you need it. it like he he plays into the synergy of the rallies. So if you need a, one of your other rallies that turn because it's better for you, at least he can just be like, hey. You have one that I don't need. You, I need that effect this turn. You, I'll switch this rally die over so you can use your effect. Yeah, yeah, he's he's okay. He's a standard beast. Uh, I don't think anything will ever beat the beast. I mean, I can't say that ever, but to me, still the best beast is the one from Regenesis. Oh, see, I think the best one is from uh, Uncanny. Uh, the super rare. Yeah, that was not bad. I just like the fact that you can up. Uh, the regen- he's fifty or forty points, I think he is. You can up all of his values or give him outwit. I think. Yeah. 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 And then if he's part of Utopia or Gene Screw, whichever one, he gets um, perplex and outwit. Yeah, or Battle Fury and Willpower and modifies stats by plus one. Yeah, so I feel that represents him a lot better because either it's like his his smart scientist form or his combat form kind of you get yeah use. yeah so i just wanted to emulate something a little bit different where he can 
as I've seen him through mow through a bunch of guys really quick. So it's like having giving him something where he could maybe attack multiple people at once besides just Quake would be more interesting. So yeah, I mean he's not horrible by any chance competitive wise. Yes, but um, hang on, I'm gonna sneeze here. Is it coming? I can't tell. Hold on. Oh, okay, there we go. Um, he's not horrible by like fun play standards, but competitively, there's no way ever anyone will ever spend sixty points. Well, yeah, but I mean, like on a regular team for some like a regular tournament, yeah. he's, a, he's not a he's not a bad choice. He's got good keywords too, so there's yeah. also that. He's a he's a fun figure by far. Um, um, I'm gonna go with this one. I was really looking forward to these guys when I heard that we're making making them in the set uh, because the last ones of them they made were really good, and that's just the generic brood. Um, I mean, 15 points. I made fun of this set before. Like, what is this set? Another indie set? Because there's so much stealth and blades in this set. But 15 points, you get a flyer, you get stealth, blades, toughness, and then the next two clicks are sidestep, poison, and toughness with exploits. I mean, they're hot garbage. No moving attack is just unexcusable. There's no reason not to give them charge. I was really hoping for different types of brood. They always just do a brood and a brood queen. I would like to see, you know, brood soldier, brood warrior, brood tunneler, brood whatever. I would like them just to expand on the brood a little bit because brood keyword will never be competitive. It's not even fun, especially when you can't even move to attack. You have to let people come to you first and then either get whomped or hope that they miss somehow. So I was just really disappointed. The only thing, I like the stealth. The only thing I would change is get, just give them charge. That's it. Just give them a nine charge. I don't, mm-hmm. I like, I mean, I like the, the stealth, but they don't need it. So just get get rid of the stealth and give them charge. Done. If it was charge blades for 15 points, these guys would be great. Then I wouldn't even care about different versions of brood. If you give me a charge blades for 15 points don't have to give them exploit weakness like they have the next two clicks but just give me charge blades 15 points done then they could possibly make it not competitive by all means but a fun team to play uh what's another one you want to talk about uh my other one is uh apocalypse actually the super air okay so i went in a totally different direction with this guy um because I thought that he would be... Uh, I wanted to do... Um, we've done some, they've done some Secret Wars throw-ins for these sets. Um, so I wanted to do the Apocalypse from Secret Wars. Um, so what I did was... Uh, I gave him the... I want, So I wanted to do that one. So I gave him the Baron trait. Uh, the Leadership Perplex. Um, I gave him a... He has three traits in total. Um, he has the Baron trait, he has another one called Constant Evolution, which is Shape Change, and then Opposing Effects can't give him action tokens, and then you get a free, um, choose one until your next turn, Protected Exploit Weakness, Penetrating Psychic Blast, or Pulse Wave. So you can choose one until the end of your, until your next turn. And then he has uh, one more, which is You Shall Submit, which is a Mastermind, and Enduring Force Construction Friendly Characters of Lord Point Value gain the Battle World other keyword. So, and then he just has a good, like, suite of powers. He starts off uh, more ranged and then moves into more close combat, like, towards the end of his dial, or mid to end of his dial. So, um, I just, I wanted, I want, 
I would have liked to see this version of him. It would have been kind of neat, and they've snuck in Battle World or like uh, Secret Wars versions of characters in sets. So I thought, like, instead of just doing another apocalypse, another like standard apocalypse. Um, I know he plays into the set and like the rally mechanic and stuff um, well, but I just wanted to do something a little bit different. But his rally is not even that good. All it is no, I... is it's opposing tech roles choose a friendly character with um, a cheers key with him and they get blades. Yeah, that's it. I mean, you couldn't even say they can get blades, exploit, poison, or like I'm just thinking of the four horsemen. Um, what's something else or steel energy, something like that. Like give them options, not just blades. Cause I feel mm-hmm. like they're playing off the war horsemen on that one. But I mean, and they do have, he has a trait where people with the X-Men keyword or horsemen can steal energy. So that's another one. <clears throat> if anybody should have gotten the trait mastermind leadership, it should have been apocalypse. Yeah, that would have been cool. He gets uh, Mastermind, but on his last four clicks, not his first four. There was yeah. so much of that trait for the Shi'ar people, Shi'ar people, which was Leadership Mastermind. If anyone should have gotten it, it should have been Apocalypse. Yeah, so that was uh, that was just my take on it. Was I wanted something different for him because we've already had a couple like normal Apocalypses, I guess is what I would put it, like standard like six six sixteen version. So I wanted. I was like, oh, well, why don't we do this instead? So I went on a completely, like, left-field tangent. Yeah, no, I like the Battle Wars one. The And this one, like, the mid-dial three clicks of in-cap, I don't get that. I mean, it's, it's again, they're working within, like, the confined space that they put themselves in, so, like, that's probably why they did that. Like, I don't know what the flavor text either, so I can't try to, like... Oh, actually, I have his I card. Say, I could probably. Did you pull I up could, Apocalypse? I, I did. I actually have his card. I forgot. I completely forgot about that. I, I, I have it right here, actually. I, just, I haven't looked at it, so like, I was like, is it yeah. bow to my will or something like that? It is putting a stop to your plan. Okay. <clears throat> so, interesting interesting choice, but yeah, that's that's what it says. So, I, yeah, I don't really know much about that or like this iteration of him, but it seems like a. Uh, like he's he's that de- it's definitely post like House of X. So yeah, that and that was the weird thing with this set was we got so much better versions of a lot of these figures in House of X, and then we got worse versions in this one. Usually, it's the other way around. You get, you know, this is the new standard, and then two sets later, okay, now we got this new. Apocalypse that's way better than the one two sets ago. This one, it's reversed with a lot of figures. Yeah, it looks like so he at least the iteration it seems like they're pulling from was from the X of Swords. So um I don't know a lot about that run, but yeah, it's that so that's post House of X. So that's interesting, but yeah, I don't know much enough about it to really comment. Yeah. Uh Kane, are you with us? I'm always with you, boys. Oh, always with you. In our hearts, always. In your hearts, always. All right, Kane, we are at the what if segment. So we're doing what if Rise and Fall was a good set. We've already talked about Brood. We've talked about Apocalypse. We've talked about the Rare Beast. What's a figure that you would like to see have been done better in this set? Well, first, Adam, I'll tell you this. What if I was here on time? And if I was here on time, I would talk about how amazing 
episode two of What If was with T'Challa as the, as the Guardians oh, of the Galaxy. It was amazing. Spoiler alert for those who've not watched episode two. So we're going to go on a quick tangent here. Not a tangent, but I just felt like they made Black Panther in that episode OP. You're telling how me though, how he though. turned Thanos good. That does, okay, but that's that the most no. OP. That is the most OP thing anyone has ever done. Oh my gosh! Okay, so you're telling me. So okay, here's the message, right? Here's the message. What if the the, the world was ran with kindness, shut, <laughs> right? Like shut love up, shut and up, kindness. No, <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, mouth. what if? What if there's a pure-hearted person behind it, everything that could have happened, right? What if a pure-hearted person technically sat down oh, and, and everything t- spoke to Thanos, talked him off the ledge with just pure just knowledge You're and love. You're stretching more than episode two of What <laughs> If right now. That's like... I'm when, just saying. When, when he's he's when he's at the... I forget what... He's at the Power Gem place and then right. or at the Persuaders like, Star-Lord, oh my gosh. Oh, no, 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 so I good. love I you love so it. much. Like, what is happening right it. now? Like, all of a sudden, it. everyone is obsessed with Star-Lord and he's like... The new, I don't even know the, uh, I'm trying to think of the new Van Wilder of the universe. Like, everybody oh my loves God, this that's guy. Horrible. <laughs> like, yeah, but like, Van Wilder, like, is not kind, right? Like, uh, like, it's not, like, this guy, okay, T'Challa in episode two, what does he, what does he want to, no, like, what is his goal? You know right? what What's T'Challa the goal was? He was a jerk because you know what his parents who went was through for, like, who, who T'Challa. He was a jerk. Oh Do you know what God. his parents went through for like 20 years thinking he just got kidnapped or died or something like that? He just willingly went with Yandu. was like, okay, bye, guys. See you later. He didn't know that. He thought they died. He says that. He tells Yandu, you told me my parents died. Oh, I, I forgot that part. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, and ultimately, he, like, real quick, real quick, real quick. Real quick. <laughs> the thing is, is T'Challa... It, uh, they fight the collector, which shout out to the collector. That dude looks dope. Like that's an awesome character. That, like yeah, collector just became OP too out of oh nowhere. Like, <laughs> so I love I mean, it. But I feel like collector could be an OP character because he's got yeah. all these collections of weapons. Like he had Hella's yeah. um, crown. Oh, and, that was so cool. And I forgot what so else he, he had. Captain America's shield, I think it was. Did he use it though? I don't know. But I don't yeah, think he used it. I feel he like Collector could it. be an OP character in the comics just right. because he has everything. Let's be fair. If you got jacked in this, and anybody who's jacked in this universe is pretty much OP. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, he was huge. <laughs> oh my god. But real quick, I want Del, to finish. And real quick, Del Toro, Chitala, Del Toro do the voice for that one too? I think so. I think most of the original cast came back, so I think Del Toro did. But um, but with T'Challa though, like his main goal in that episode was to get the little i can't remember what the plant was called but it, it, he went to get that not to like like destroy people or like end planets he got that to provide everlasting um like food source for all planets <laughs> like that is awesome that's, that's something like he didn't see it as a weapon he saw that as a way to make peace for everything and everybody and what if t'challa was like someone who was kind-hearted and and thoughtful and he was Star Lord, he went around the whole world. What if he was a guardian of the galaxy? And like, it's, it's just awesome. I love it's it. Just, it's just <laughs> funny how Peter Quill gets taken by Yondu and turns into this like playboy, smart ass guy, and then T'Challa is like the 
this newborn king, can't, everyone loves him kind of character. It is kind of interesting, but I was okay with it until like Thanos is there having a drink with his buddies. I was like, really? Come on. I knew that's what no. you hated. I knew no. that's what you hated. Once that, I saw it, I was like, that's what Adam hates. <laughs> that, that is what bugged me. I was like, come on. No, it doesn't work that way. Just for the record, I love this episode for the same reason I like, uh, or I really like uh, Captain America, uh, excuse me, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Like, just the message behind it. I just, yeah. I love it. So, anywho, anywho. <laughs> that was my that was our little tangent. Yeah, now, it was, yeah, it was yeah. still a very good episode. I just felt it oh, reached yeah. way, way too far with the Thanos. But they, I enjoyed it. For if they would have kept last Thanos while. out of it, I would have been like, okay, I liked that episode. Not that I did like yeah. it. Yeah. Okay, anyways, ah, I was cool seeing Thanos as a good guy. <laughs> that's just threw anyways. Me, it threw me off so much. <laughs> um, uh, just to answer the what the original what if question, um, I had a few here. I don't know how many we're going off of right now. Um, oh, we got kind of want to look. So we'll just say okay. one a piece. Okay. Well, for first, um, I'll go with uh, Colossus. Um, really? I actually yeah. like him. Well, I'll tell you what. What I don't like is that freaking mold. He looks annoying. Like, he's he looks so basic. There's nothing There's nothing unique. There's nothing exotic. There's nothing that pops out. He's just standing there. And I feel like we've seen this mold before. But I don't know if we have. It just looks like a mold that we probably got five, ten years ago, right? Like, it's basic. Um, he's folding his hands together. Or cracking his knuckles, I believe, is what it is. Um, he's standing on a rock, and that's it. <laughs> he's not punching he's not it's not like the uh, i granted i know he's not a super rare but again that brings us back to the issue where you, you shouldn't have to be a super rare to have these cool things right like you're already paying so much for a booster you should be able to get a cool figure with a unique pose or something especially if it's just a comment like give it a cool pose or something what i like about i think it's x dark phoenix set where he dark phoenix saga where Colossus is a super rare, and he's, like, got a cape, and he's standing on a rock, and it's, like, breaking, and, like, that, like that's cool, right? Yeah, that was like, the Acolyte's version of him, so they had to right. give him a cape and everything. But So your yeah. gripe is the the sculpt, not the the stats of this one. Kind of everything. There's a running theme here. Like, I, <laughs> my, my what-ups are going to be wild, so... <laughs> I guess my biggest problem with the Colossus is I don't understand the blades, because he, yeah, he's not that was my a next blades kind of guy, so I don't mm-hmm. understand the four clicks of blades at the end. I don't know what the flavor text is on that, but he. It's uh, let's see. I don't. Yeah, I don't. Oh know yeah, that. never mind, never mind. I don't know. Yeah, I don't understand that, but I like his impervious. That's protected out with the rally where you just get impervious, which is nice. Um, Wait, why is it? Um, before, when Cross is using impervious before rolling the d six, you may instead remove his rally die. To use it as a result. Oh, I get it. Yeah, okay, you, so you, you just, just get impervious. So, yeah, okay. like, if you have like four or five of those stacked up, he's just not taking damage unless you are psychoblasting him or exploiting him. Yeah. Um, yeah, my other what if was the blades, but to go back to it as well is um, for 75 points, um, I understand I understand his rarity is a big thing of it, but. I also think it would be really cool if he could reduce penetrating damage, right? Like, yeah. that would be pretty freaking awesome. It's Colossus. Like, that would be cool. Yeah. Um, but looking at this basic mold, I assume, <laughs> I understand the basic powers on this guy, so. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, but that was that's my first what if on okay. these. Um, I'm going to stick on the brood train with mine. Um, so I'm going brood queen for my next one. You know, for, for a super, 
if if she was a rare, I probably wouldn't complain that much about her. But the fact that she's a super rare, sculpt's amazing. Love the sculpt, but again, blades, stealth, indie clip again. Yeah. Um, yeah. The exploit, awesome. Blades exploits always good, but you have to have people come to you first in order to do anything. She does have leadership. She does have mastermind. Her big thing is she just spits out broods and. When she does get hit, she can mastermind to the people. Cool. Uh, she also does have um, on every click for tough for um, her defense toughness. Whenever Brood Queen takes damage after resolutions, you may move each friendly character named Brood up to two squares. I wish that said had the keyword Brood because then you could bring in Brew, the little guy. I think he's a rare. You could do the Professor X Brood from Uncanny. I just wish it wasn't brood and it was keyword brood or has brew or something in the name. Just give it a little bit more versatile because cool. You get to move stealth people up two squares more than likely you're going to be moving them out of stealth and you're not going to want to do that. Exactly. Um, She does have steel energy. She is cosmic energy at least. So she can't be outwitted with the mastermind. She does have stealth. So that would help her anyways. But in case someone sees through stealth, She's just, for 100 points, there's nothing there. Um, I would give her charge. I would maybe give her flurry because queens are pretty angry. So just give her, like, charge blades, tough, or charge blades, stealth, and I'd be happy. Done. Easy peasy. Um, I don't even, I don't even, like, I would love to see something like, this is the thing that bothers me, like, here. Hey, I would love some more uniqueness as far as, like, Okay, what if her she had charge, right? But what if she can like not consume one of the little guys, but maybe like do something that like incorporates them so that she can increase her value of her charge, like right plus one to the charge, plus one to movement, whatever, right? Yeah. Or or doing something like that that incorporates the other figures that you're spitting out. And she, go ahead. She would have been a great candidate for a captain sidekick. Mm, remind me of Captain Sidekick. So yeah, like does. so she would be a captain, broods would be sidekicks, and it usually says captain. Oh, I see uh, the side, sidekicks can use blah. Gotcha. So yeah. 100%. It could even be something like sidekick brood if if brood is or if sidekick if characters with the keyword brood can use sidestep, something like that. That way at least your your generic broods are getting some mobility. Because would have been what would have been really cool is that that if you just made Brood Queen the only character in the set that had the, the sidekick thing, like that would add some more uniqueness to her, <laughs> you know. But yeah, I really do with Brood Queen. I really do wish like, what if they gave her the powers at least a little bit? No, no, I'll straight up say it. What if they give Brood Queen what Maggot does? Right. That'd be cool. Yeah, make little bystander. Um broods that'd be great right like you still have her first trait but then you get another trait that's just free generate the two like brood alpha brood bait whatever right like that would <laughs> you know be, something that, because that would be like her uncanny counterpart where she laid eggs and made those. Right. that that's actually a great fix for her just give her bystanders yeah. that she can make boom right. done yeah. because then, and, and, at least then she could move up and then yep. make one and they could do something and for 100 points, I mean, it's still more than Maggot, right? 100 points is more than Maggot. Twice, but twice as much. 
Twice, literally twice. If, as if much. not more, because he's forty <laughs> points, I believe. Oh, he's forty. Oh my He's gosh. super cheap. Yeah, I thought he was fifty. So oh. two, two um, and a half times more. Yeah, but real like even then, like you add, uh, um, what do you say? Um, you add something to her that she need, like she's an, almost a necessity at this point, like uh, a value. Excuse me, you add a value to her. Yeah, so I was fishing for that word there. It's been a long day, long weekend, really. Yeah. I, um, I love yeah. my broods, but I don't think I will ever play her. She just, mm-hmm. I, I think, I mean, she's an auto lose in my opinion because yeah. you want her to get hit, <laughs> or you have to yeah. have. I mean, you got the mastermind. I get that, but it's I don't like it at all. <laughs> if you're playing a fun scenario thing where it's like, okay, put your figures on the board. Um, brood queen starts with this many broods on the board and you have to get to brood queen and kill it. Right. Like an alien scenario, yes. right? Like you want to get to the brood queen, finish it off. There's two brood queens. Go finish them off. Playing King's tomb. There you go. Yeah. Like that's fun, but that's all you're ever going to do is play for fun. Yeah. I'll give her this. She is super hard to kill. Super hard to kill because of the mastermind, the high defenses. She keeps spitting out. I'll give her that, but that's about all she is. She's she's basically a don't die figure if you want to go that route. But assuming your broods don't get killed, that's the thing <laughs> is they're getting points other ways besides killing her. Right, and every good player like, again, if you let's say she was a, a figure you could play, every good figure is going to take out the smaller pieces before they get to you. So yeah, yeah. All right, Dan, what is your next what if? Uh, my last one is Havoc, just because even though he's only been made a handful of times, they've never really made a good one, which is depressing. I will, kind of. t- I will tell you the last good Havoc, and I know exactly where I'm going for this one. It is the veteran Havoc from Mutant Mayhem, because he was 44 <laughs> points, and he had a 10 attack, 4 damage for 44 points, with an 8 yep. range. That yeah, one's awesome. better than this havoc. <laughs> yeah, like he's, I, I get it. He's the like zero zero five, but he's so simple. It's, I mean, I get what they're going for, but at the same time, like he needs a little bit of like just something to. I don't know. No defense powers at all. Like, come on, nothing. Not even toughness. I, there's other havocs out there that have ESD. What is like? Oh, cool! He has an eighteen defense. Whoop! He freaking do, but seriously, not anything for defense. Mm-hmm. That's horrible, horrible, it's terrible. What number was he? He was zero zero five. I mean, he's just oh my gosh! He's a super cheap running shot energy explosion. That's cool. What's his rally die even do? When Havoc uh, uses energy explosion, you may replace a die in the attack roll with his rally okay, die. So it's just a replacement. Yeah, which, I mean, isn't bad, but it's not, um, like, cool. That's it. That's all you got, though. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, a six range. <laughs> yeah. I just Like, his whole thing is he, like, he's, he's, I know he's Scott's brother, but their powers are different. Like, they both absorb ambient energies, but, like, he can out, he feels like he, he just outputs it from his entire body. So it's, like, he shoveled, not, maybe not even, like, pulse wave, but just, like, Something where he can still make an attack up close, or something where he can just blast everyone up close, yeah, would be neat. I, I, just some, just something simple like that would be interesting. Like even if they just gave him improved targeting, can can shoot from the hip or something. Yeah, I agree with that. 
Just, yeah, I would love just something simple from this guy. I don't know. Or, like, when he's targeted by a range attack, something happens. I don't know. Yeah, that would be cool. I would love, like, a like a pulse wave, force blast, uh, uh, energy explosion combination type of power, right? Like, like, like you said, like, he explodes, pushes things back, or, so, you know, something like that. So I, I agree with you 100%. Yeah, because he was always like he's always like he's very powerful, but he's also a danger to everyone around him because he doesn't always have full levels of control. So it's like right. And what's the power that can damage your friendlies? Pulse wave. <laughs> so yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's my three. It's just like those three were kind of the most that stuck out to me because like especially because Havoc hasn't been made that many times. Like I mean, I know he's not super popular as a character, but he's related to Cyclops, so it's like give him something. <laughs> yeah, just something. Something. I get that. Uh, Kane, what is your next one? Oh, man. All right. Everybody, do me a favor. Go ahead and click over to 018. That is Eric the Red. Shout out to A, this guy's name, B, this guy's mold, and that's about it because I tell you what, C, he has nothing nothing of worthy. He's 35 points. That's, that's kind of cool. So ignore what I just said. He's got six range, double lightning bolt. That's cool. Um, mind control when Eric Red uses it after resolution, give each hit character an action token. That's cool. Uh, so for 35 points, like he's playable, but he's not competitive. And the only reason is you would love to see something else, right? So my thing is, is what if this guy was competitive? Like, and we can we can discuss this amongst the three of us. And you know, I would love to hear what other uh, listeners think. But what would make this guy competitive with the stats he has, with the really cool name he has? Well, and the point value. What would, what else would we add on to make him competitive? Well, I don't know much. I don't know much about the character, so it'd be really hard to stay true to the character. Well. <laughs> yeah, that's. I was, was hoping you did. That's that, what I was banking on. <laughs> that's what I was going to go with too. I know nothing about Eric the Red, so I can't right. give any kind of info on this guy. Well, let, 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 let's uh, let's go to the next one, Adam. If you have another one, I'm gonna. Oh, uh, I got lots. I'm gonna. <laughs> Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I'm gonna Google Eric the Red here real quick. I so mean, go ahead. One, and this one's super quick, but this is Sebastian Shaw. Um, just hot garbage, especially the fact that when his he's got Krakorian Vival, cool, but the fact that when he gets hit, he has to go to that one click. You don't have the option. It's just when I hate you, when characters do that. Yeah, so this guy, you dink him for one, you put him to his last click, and then you poison him. He's dead. Or you out you have to outwit that power first. You outwit that, you poison him, he's dead, or you plink him again and he's dead for hundred points. They need to make that defensive power protected outwit end of story. So that needs to be a rata. If it's a rata. Well, that, well then they could have just done what they did with um what was the woman from uh, was that Mary Marvel from uh Wonder Woman, they just gave him traded charge. Like that would have also like he also just lacks moving attack. Yeah. So just giving him just traded charge would, like, they could have put it in the in the kinetic energy absorption trait, and that would have been fine, at least for me. Yeah, the stealth is interesting. I don't know why he starts with stealth. He's not. I don't think he's a stealthy guy, to be honest. But uh, yeah, you're not paying a hundred points for this ever. Um, one that I was going to talk about, but I will take it back, and I just want to make it public, and that is the super rare Mystique. Uh, when I first saw her, I just immediately wrote her off because she didn't have shape change. I was like, how do you not give a Mystique shape change? But after playing her, uh, she's really good. Uh, she is pretty pricey for 105 points, but she does give you a lot. She does have stealth. She modifies her defense by plus one for each action token on adjacent character. She's got 
impervious senses and willpower. She can move through characters. She can target out of adjacency. She's got Krakoian Revival, so she can bring back Juggernaut. So um, my biggest thing was I don't know how you didn't give her shape change, but they kind of made up for that. I don't understand the impervious for her because she's not really a tanky person, so I feel like that's just how they made up for the lack of shape change with her. But she's really good. Uh, so I just wanted to make that out there as a uh, public thing. Uh, and while Kane keeps looking on, uh, zero ten Raza, simply because of the fact that you're giving somebody running shot blades. <laughs> um, and the salvage trait is just, it's not very useful. It's, it's a luck of the draw. Once you have that dice on your character, it's there to stay. Um, <coughs> in fact... All of the Star Jammers that they remade, so Raza, they remade Emperor Vulcan, they remade uh, Polaris, who's okay as a TKer, they remade Havoc, they remade Hellzebub, who could be interesting, I'm not sure. They remade um, Cho, they remade, uh, there's somebody else on here, they remade, I can't remember. Corsair. Corsair. They just, again, like we were talking about in the Apocalypse, they're worse versions. than the, Like the Corsair one, there's, I'm never playing him over the old one. The old one is so much better with double prob and leadership and enhancement and team-up cards that can change Shi'ar people into Star Jammers uh, and running shot energy explosion. Just, I, I don't know why they felt like they had to remake Star Jammers again and make them worse. So I guess it's Raza and all the Star Jammers in that in that whole thing. Uh, Kane, have you learned any more about Eric the Red yet? I'll tell you what. <laughs> there's hardly anything. And I found a couple things. So I found out, I guess he's a Shi'ar. Um, I guess, let's see, I'll read you this little synopsis that I'm currently on. So Eric the Red was asked to, get, asked to gain access to the space shuttle as part of Deacon's grand plan to acquire the Mkron crystal. When he learned that Lalandra was on Earth, he hired Juggernaut and Black Tom Cassidy to capture her. He was promptly chastised by Gladiator after his miserable failure before the Phoenix sent him back to Shi'ar Galaxy. Oh, maybe he's not even a Shi'ar. I don't know. There's a lot. There's like hardly anything here. I couldn't find anything. So I guess it makes sense why there's probably no powers on him because, man, no one cares for him, I guess. (laughs) Like... I, f- I dropped down a couple fandoms here and a couple like comic book things, and nothing was there. Nothing. All right. So, listeners, if you guys know anything more about this guy, hit us up. Hit us up. Uh, um, do you have another what if, Kane? I do. I have a few actually. Um, so I, I'll go a couple back to back here. Um, my next what if is Silver Samurai. Uh, what if this guy was more uh, cool, <laughs> right? Like Silver Samurai, I know nothing about, but a it's a samurai. And B, he's silver, so that's kind of cool. He's another um, indie figure. Stealth Blades. Yeah, I, was, I was about to get to that. <laughs> exactly. I mean, at, least, yeah. at least he has moving attack. Yes. Yeah. So he has phasing teleport. When Silver Samurai uses it and moves five scores less, after resolution, he may make a close attack. So A, he's 65 points. So there could be what if he was a little cheaper, maybe a little bit more playable. Um, he doesn't really bring anything to the board except for he's just a uh, he Like, think of a charge figure, right? Like, what do we already talk about? Dan hits it all the time. Charge figures only do so much. They're not competitive, right? So I, I, my thing is, what if, like, he could be play? All of these are what if they could be playable, but it would be cooler for him 
to at least be a little bit less points for me. Um, I think at that point he'd be experimental. Um, he's got armor, Hydra, martial artist, mystical, the hand and warriors keywords. So not the worst, right? Like you look at armor, martial artist, Hydra, um, warrior, mystical. I, I don't know many the hand, but everything else is there's characters with that. So, um, I yeah, I just wish he was a little cheaper. That's good. That's kind of where I, I'm at. I will say it is kind of cool that he can just like go through walls to get to you. Yes. So like, you, really hi- like you hide inside like a little room and then just phase out five and whack somebody. But for five points less, give me Sabretooth. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Exactly. 100%. I mean, if you yeah. want to do, if you want to do Sky Tyrant math, 15 points less, give me Sky Tyrant. But we're yep. not going to go down that road. But, yeah, it's, no. it's cool that he he has kind of the out of the shadows, like a Batman kind of thing. But Yeah. Um, and he's hard to hit with the stealth. I mean, he's got a 19 up close. Yeah. yeah I, mean, I, I, I like, charge, like, close combat pieces in general for clicks, I want them to be good. I don't want them to be Sky Tyrant. But, like, he could be good without being, like, that busted. I mean, yeah, like you said, he's hard to hit. He's got stealth. He's got reflexes. So unless you get up next to him and have an outwitter, he's gonna be hard to hit, and he's got a decently deep dial. So you're not gonna just one shot him either. He's got seven clicks. I would love to see Super Sense on this, right? Like when I see, when I think of samurais, like that that's the thing I think about, right? Like I wanted them to have like this unparalleled keen senses, like you know, be able to dodge hits and whatever. So it might not have to be like, don't have to be supernatural. We'd be just sharp sharp senses. Or what maybe, were you say? I say maybe just even toughness because of the armor. I don't know. Something, something, right? Like something. <laughs> so that was uh, that was that one. Um, uh, this one we might. This one that might uh, might get you get you rolling here, Adam. You might understand this one, but um, Chode, right? Yeah. Like Chode is seventy five points. That's the last one that came out uh, in the last set. House of X was ninety. Um, so this one here is a little cheaper, but that one had um, double and what was it? Double enhancement, Double enhancement and gave you a bystander and could shoot through blocking. Exactly. Or like one, that, one square of blocking. Right. So I, I would love what if we could combine the two chodes into one. <laughs> I would love to see like those powers and abilities with like this point value and stat line. Maybe just, it's a... Go ahead. I just don't see the reason to have this chode. I mean, the, yeah. ma- the mastermind for other Star Jammers to him is cool, but I don't see the point of making another show. The other one was a little overappointed, so maybe if you made him 75 points, then sure. But there's no reason for this show to exist. Mm-hmm. I mean, he even has the little screak or whatever it's called on his shoulder, and he can't make it. At least, yeah. you know, make it again where he can make a bystander, but they're probably like, oh, we already did that, so we can't do it again. Who cares? You already made a chode. <laughs> Well, and, and the thing too, like they they give the fish symbol a little bit more of a buff. Yeah. But I look at his abilities and like looking even looking at the salvage one, it's like, bro, you're a dice roll. Like we already know, like we <laughs> in a dice game, we want to roll as as little dice as possible if we're not attacking, right? Like we don't want to. It's a blade blade scenario. We don't want to leave the 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 chance of victory up to a single die roll, right? Like. Yeah. That's and, rough. And yeah. to be a rare too, I mean, at least making them on the common. Don't give them that rare spot. Well, and I think I'm in I'm at this point in the game where it's like I would just love playability on everything that's less than a super rare. 
but you know, like I understand that there's some things could be broken. Something, oh my gosh, how is this a rare and it does all of it? Like, I don't care anymore. Like, for as much as these freaking boosters cost, as much as we get kind of, um, excuse my language, screwed on a lot of these figures and distributions and figures breaking the boost. Like, give give me characters that are commons, are rares, uncommons that we can play and. Um, not even just competitively, but, like, in that aspect, right? I'm not saying let's go to a tournament and play, but I'm saying, like, amongst friends, and let's see who's going to win. I want to be able to bring this chode or bring any other characters we've been talking about and be able to be, like, okay, I have a chance, right? Like, instead of the friend who brings three Sky Tyrants and all that stuff, right? I just... I want to have fun. (laughs) I look at this guy for 75 points, and then I look at the guy above him, Dakin, for 70 points, and I'm like, how is chode five more points? Because Dakin is giving you charge, yeah. sidestep, stealth. If he's occupying hindering terrain, he doesn't have his speed. And then when he does hit somebody, they get a poison token, and then they can't use stop clicks or be healed for the rest of the game. How is yeah, he five see, points less than Chode? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> for full charge <laughs> blades and can't use stop clicks or be healed if hit by him. Yeah. He has a, it, he has an 11 charge if he's in um, hindering. Yeah, and I, I can hear I can hear Dan yelling me and yelling at me in the past. And the thing is, is like I understand there's there's comic book accuracy right to all of these figures. Um, I guess excluding Erica Red, but I understand that on everything that they've been coming out with, they were trying to do comic book accuracy, trying to under, like make everything um, their powers and everything be balanced or whatever within the comics, right? But I feel like at this point. It's just a restraint. It's not even unique. Not even cool. But again, maybe there are people... Maybe, Dan, you can speak to this after I, I stop talking. Is that, like, maybe there are people that enjoy that point where it's like, you know, don't don't let that hold you back anymore because we're getting stuff like this, you know? But Well, I still think you can walk the line of, like, it being good while still maintaining accuracy. It's just like it's weird that they stuffed all these guys in here that are just remakes, and that's the thing that's like uh, is weird is they, they usually kind of give some breathing room to remakes unless it's like a really popular character. Like obviously, you know, the big three of the Avengers, um, the main uh, X Men. You know, you get your Cyclops, Professor X, Wolverine, stuff like that. You're gonna see them a lot, but otherwise, it's um, um, like for these guys, it's just weird that they're here again. So like, this just is very bland because we had one that was just made that is interesting. Like, yeah, he fits the theme of what they're going for with them all having like salvage and whatever, you know, this other stuff that he's going for. But it like, honestly, like they could have freed up these like six or whatever slots they use for the star jammers again. Um, and put other stuff in there. Like they could have probably fleshed out the Imperial guard some more. Um, and other, other things that they could have done. Like, I still yeah. think you can walk the line of um, a character being good and playable and still being accurate to the character. I would just love to see more of them being, quote, good, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah, most definitely. I would like to see things, like, from the, like, rares and down that are just as competitive as the super rares and up. Yeah. Um, did anybody have any more? I got, I got three more on my list. If I've got two more. I, I did have Death Streak 
or Destique on here, but we've talked about her enough in past episodes. Yeah. Um, I'm going to save my other chase for last, but can we just talk about Darwin for a second and why he exists in this set? I was going to say Darwin's in the set? I didn't even know. <laughs> he is 30 uh, points, long dial, I'll give him that. He's got X-Men, but all he has is regen on his last four clicks, and that is it. Where, uh, what number is he? He is zero zero two. Oh my god, just read right over him. <laughs> Let's see, Darwin, I what you got? understand why he exists in this set. Because uh, he's, he's X-Men, and he's, uh, like, slightly more known, especially once, like, he was he appeared in the movie during, what was that, First Class? So, I, I, I think that's, he probably, he probably appeared in the, ser- in, like, the series when this, like, they're, they're pulling from, too, so. Was he in First Class? Yeah. Who was he? You don't remember? Uh. I don't remember. <laughs> that's, like, one of my favorite X-Men movies, too. Why can't I think of who Darwin was? Hold on. He wasn't the guy that adapted everything, was he? Yeah, that, that's, that's Darwin. Yeah, oh, that okay. I guess I didn't realize that that was Darwin. Well, where's the adaptation, then, for this guy? <laughs> Because that guy was probably the most overpowered of the uh, first class people, and he got smoked by Sebastian Shaw. I was like, and yet Sebastian <laughs> Shaw still smoked him. I was like, well, but then again, Sebastian Shaw's whole thing is kind of nutty what he does anyway. So it's like, like eh. yeah, where's that version of Sebastian Shaw? I want that one with Magneto helmet on and just can absorb a rocket launcher and <laughs> M16 <laughs> shots coming at him. Even when he holds the grenade and just like, hold yeah. on. <laughs> Hold on, I'm just gonna do this. I yeah, want to see was... that Sebastian Shaw. That doesn't have I mean, to build up. I feel like the closest one to that is like the one from Dark Phoenix Saga. The, yeah. Obviously, the Chase, but that's about as close as we're gonna get, I think. But yeah, this this Darwin just is garbage. Uh it's probably because they didn't want to go the route of what they did during Xavier's school. So it's like it's very hard. Like, like why not? not? They probably because again, it's it's just you don't want to copy paste. So that's yeah. the thing is you don't okay. want to copy paste. But why not? <laughs> but like, you know what I mean? Like, like, think about it. So that that set's not playable in a modern in a modern field, right? So like, if you're gonna come out with this Darwin that no one's gonna play, copy and paste it because you know the last one was playable, right? Or 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 give him what he has here and add those same powers onto this guy. You know what I mean? What if Darwin was freaking playable? Well, he was before. Do it again. That's that's where I'm at. Is like I, mean, I, I would love to see that old power, like because that power made people hesitant in the game, right? Like you played him, he was he was good, <laughs> like I mean, he was okay. I mean, how many copy paste Wolverines are we gonna get? I mean, the oh my gosh. this set is. Exactly. I mean, he's low points. I'll give him that much. He hits hard for a forty-five point character, but it's a copy paste Wolverine. Yeah, very solid point. I mean, his rally is really cool. Just that your regen is just five, um, but. It's... I think that, I think that's the thing is like uh, or maybe that's because they're like the these characters that are the that you're gonna see them m- more times you're probably gonna get closer remakes but with the characters where you're not gonna see them as often they're trying to make them all like each appearance different that's the only thing I can put to that and I want to make something clear to our listeners I'm not trying to shit on WizKids or anything I love this game I really do but. And I understand you can only make a figure so many ways. Like, we've had how many Wolverines, you can only make them so many ways. There are some interesting ways they can make them. But when people are paying the price, especially with the price increase with um, this set and just giving us these lackluster figures that aren't going to make 
I, I feel like the the big money for whiz kids is in the competitive field and that's where people like <coughs> it is also a collecting um aspect as well but um, and Kane, you've talked about this before. The overpowered competitive figures should not just have to be the chases, the super rares, and the super rare primes. There needs to be some diversity of all this. And I was really going to back off on this set a lot, but after hearing all the unboxing horror stories out there lately, I was like, you know what? I'm not backing off anymore because not only are they the lackluster figures, but they're screwing people on the figures themselves by not, you know, guaranteeing a chase in a case. You're not even getting prime. People are just getting a prime in an entire case. They're getting, they're getting dupe super rares. They're getting um, less than the three or four super rares are supposed to be getting. That's what upsets me about this set is. If I may, Adam, uh, yeah, the distribution. And that's the thing. Like, it's not just last set, not this set, right? It's been kind of last few, but like, Listeners, real quick, I, I, I do apologize if, like, it does come off us being a lot, like, negative Nancy's, right? Like, it's, it's not really that we try to be that. It's more of, I kind of feel like we're almost forced to, right? Like, if you go back to the Carnage set review episode, like, man, you listen to me, I'm going, I'm, I'm loving Spot, I'm loving all these characters. Like, there's just, just so much, like, energy and positivity. Um, but, like, these, everything, to me, everything kind of past that. It's just kind of been just power broken, right? Like everything has just been way too crazy. The distribution's been is one factor. Um, the power creep is another one. Um, just, just kind of everything we've already talked about. And so, you know, if if the negative negativity becomes too much, please let us know. Um, trust me, we'll probably switch up to, to a more positive vibe soon. It's just I don't lately, know. WizKids hasn't given us any real, real. Um, how do you say? Um, reason to be positive yeah. i don't <laughs> yeah. know the 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 last episode rise and fall pre-release sigh the one where we really like ripped on it that's our most successful episode that's a, oh, really that's at 305 <laughs> uh viewers right now which we've never broken the 300 viewer mark on an episode before so thank you all out there for that but uh all so right. maybe they like to hear us rant and rave uh, maybe they do uh, on this podcast <laughs> i don't know let us know um, but yeah, let's do one more. Uh, Kane, pick one more for you. I got one more for me, and Dan, you said you're out. So, Kane, what's your last one that you want to talk about? Um, I refuse to listen and be restrained to one. Okay. But I'll be quick. <laughs> I'll okay. be quick. My my next one was Angel. Uh, Angel, I just wish, was a little better. He looks cool. The mold's there. Uh, I just wish his attack power. He had an attack power. I wish he had some other traits. Um, his rally, eh. Right, like whatever. Wish Angel was a little better. He's a super rare. Just wish he had a little more. Well, Forty-five that, points is great, though. And I'm like, pretty sure that's Archangel, like not just yeah. So it, he's yeah, in, he's Archangel uh, in that sculpt, but he's called Angel. So I'm not sure why they did it that way. Dan, you insight on that one? I I think he goes between the aliases for that one. It's a little fluid sometimes. I'm not 100 percent on that though. Okay. Um, and then quickly, uh, the Shadow King. Um, what? he could have been a little better. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about his, I'm not talking about his stats and all that stuff. I'm talking about his mold. Now, don't get me wrong. This this guy looking like Kingpin, but I would have loved to see some shot like uh, a dream form, shadow form that we got in the X Men Dark Phoenix saga. Yeah. Like, I would have loved to see a smaller version of that. That would have been a lot harder to sculpt and stuff. But hey, I would have loved to see it. Um, and then lastly was Hold uh, on. X- I, w- I will say just oh. about Shadow King. He needs to have sidestep. 
Oh yeah, 100%. he needs to have 100%. some mobility with that buying control. Same thing, just real quick, like Emma too. Dan pulled. Uh, she needs to have some mobility to do that buying control. I feel like certain powers need to either have a move, like you know what, not even move and attack. Certain powers should at least just come with sidestep. Yeah. Period. Sidestep is very good. <laughs> uh, my last one was X twenty three. We don't have to talk about it too much. It's, yeah. it's kind of self explanatory. Like. We love we love the we love the Logans we love the you know all that we love X twenty three, but I would love to see them be playable and be good and be fun. You know what I mean? I would have liked to have seen Wolverine with that trait for the healing. Like, why does X twenty three get the healing once per turn at the beginning, but not Wolverine when that's like kind of his thing? But yeah, I I don't know how she is eighty points for that. I mean, she doesn't even have exploit. The charge stealth is cool, but and the healing is cool, but she needs more for eighty points. Um, so, yeah, go ahead. No, you're good. You're good. Go ahead, Adam. Um, my last figure is one I actually pulled and played yesterday, and that is Herbert Blackheart Weinhem. Uh, he's cool. I'll give you that. He he just needs better stats. I feel like this, this, this is your last what if. This is my last what if okay, for a chase figure to have. Starting nine smoke cloud <laughs> should never happen. <laughs> um, let, let, let me say this. Let me interrupt you and say this. Nine, nine in twenty twenty one is unacceptable. For period. a chase figure. For a ch- period. <laughs> I'm not even. I'm not even to restrain it to chase. Period. I don't even. I mean, I'm not. I am upset about the nine, but smoke cloud. Give them poison. No, just yeah. give him poison because then at least you're throwing him up into someone's face. Then they have to try to either get away from him or deal with him. I love he has that. It. He does, but he has to get hit to that click. And it's, exactly. it's really cool that he gets all the powers on his earlier click. So if you're on click three, you get all your powers from click three, two, and one. That's super cool. The fact that he ignores elevation, hindering, and characters, so he does have full dial prob, and then almost full dial outwit and all that kind of stuff. Um, it's a lot to keep track of. I think uh, in my first game against Christina yesterday, she hit him to his last click, so he got everything. But he need. I want him to be a better attacker. When I heard that they were making the high evolutionary Blackheart combo. This is what I expected, but with better stats. Like, make this guy 100 points, give him an 11 attack, 2 damage, make him kind of like a rainbow dial all over the place. I really don't care about stats, but he's got to have a much, much better um, opening click. I would have even been fine. I think the fix, if you want to keep him this way with stats-wise, just get rid of the he isn't a standard character and make him uh, equipable. Give him, I, yeah, I agree. Give him the um, the Carnage symbiote, plasticity, and he can heal. Then this guy is insane. Yeah, the fa- the fact that he's not a standard character just already just makes him very handicapped. And and again, there are a lot of play playable characters that have that trait. But then we look at like what and one that the one that comes straight to my mind is Lockjaw. Get it? I get it. He's an uh, um, exclusive, um, but that's one that just pops in my head. Where they're not standard character, but they do something crazy like that, right? Like again, they don't have to. Do, they don't have to be broken, but 
this is a chase. And so when we look at this, we expect, and, and then I think that's what the argument is, is that this guy's a chase, right? Like this guy looking at his stats, he probably could be what? Uh, 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 rare, maybe super rare for what he can do. I mean, they, um, they, they already did it. The same mechanic with Moira X and house of X. She's the no, exact same yeah. thing. She just has better stats to start out with. Right. Right. But it's he takes a maximum one damage, can't be healed, can't be chosen for mastermind. Um, cool. Like we've seen, we've seen the danger room constructs do the same thing. We do, you know. But and don't get me wrong. Like this guy's eight range, double target, mystics, underworld. Um, he tar- proved target through elevated hindering um, characters. Uh, let's see what's his, what's his uh, first trait. Uh, let's see, Herbert Blackheart Wyndham can use the standard power. Oh, that's the one where you can. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so he's there. It's cool. I think his just, I agree. His stats really just, it's underwhelming. <laughs> it's just underwhelming. It's not even the stats. It's that it's this opening smoke cloud. Yeah. I yeah. mean, make it a, make it a, I would even take the in cap over the smoke cloud just so he can double in cap people. Yeah. The, the nine. Sure. Whatever. You don't want to make him OP or good on his first click. Sure. Whatever. But don't give him smoke cloud, please. Um, yeah. But yeah, if you could just equip this guy, I think he's a game changer, especially if he could also heal too. So if you get rid of that last trait, besides the fact that he does takes a max of one damage, so just make him not make him a standard character, and that he can be healed, but he only takes a max of one damage. I think this guy could have been a game changer to the game. I am gonna try to build with this guy and see what I can come up with. I don't know how successful I will be. He does have mystical and he is scientist. You're not going warp world and you're not going weapon X, but scientist is a good team and mystical is a good team. So I'm gonna see what I can come up with with this guy. Uh, for the record, uh, I take back what I said about him being a rare because I totally under like looking at everything he does. I totally didn't look at everything he did, <laughs> so I understand <laughs> him not being a rare. Totally makes sense, but uh, yeah. That, anyways, carry on. <laughs> um. So and now we're gonna get. So that's gonna be it for our what if series. Hope you guys like that one. And then we're gonna get into our clicking it question of the week. There's no such thing as stupid questions, except for Billy's questions. And our question was, what figure from the set would you like to be, the, I'm sorry, that you were disappointed with and you would like to be uh, changed? So we had a few of them in a couple different social media platforms, so I'll try to find all of them. Peter Marshfield said, the set was pretty decent with in Sealed. It's not as great as Wonder Woman. I'll admit the Sentinel combo was rather disappointing. As a sideline active, Colin Peace, he doesn't really do much of anything. The one time I called him in, he just ran away with the Omega Red, but I had already lost by that point. Also, my one gripe for this set, my first booster for Sealed barely had over 100 points. That's bad for Sealed. Yeah, when you open a booster and you can't even make 100 points, that's pretty crappy. Now, Future Foundation had the same problem because there were sidekick boosters. I still remember my buddy Forrest for a Battle Royale. He pulled four sidekicks and a Nathaniel Richards. I think he topped out at 80 points or something like that on his booster, which was garbage because he's got, like, he got woo. He got Lil. I don't know what of there, but yeah, <coughs> he, <coughs> I don't think he made it over 80 points. Um, Mike, uh, Hancock said, uh, where to begin blob and his dial. I didn't mind blob. Um, I don't understand how blob can move so far. 
being Blob, I mean, he has a <laughs> 10 movement with an 8. He's got 8 speed with sidestep, so I don't understand that one. Um, I also don't get the regen at the end of his dial. I made the comment yesterday, like, what's with regen? Is it called hamburger or something like that? Um, I don't get, I don't ever remember him like regenerating in the comics, but maybe it's just a different version of blob. He's got a lot of staying power. He's a long dial. I don't mind him for 50 points. Um, he also says, what about that legacy card for destiny? I like that destiny legacy card. The fact that it's 20 points for prob and she can just take the defense of someone adjacent or friendly character. She shares a keyword with adjacent. So a lot of 18s in the set with brotherhood. So I don't mind that legacy card that much. And then he said, Sebastian Shaw until it gets a Reddit. I mean, come on, outwittable on super click. Give me a break. Uh, let's see if I can find the other ones on here. Let's see here. I'll read the discord one. Since it's the only one. Okay. Uh, the discord one was by my boy, Jeff Dumas. Uh, he says, Cyclops Legacy. No real fix, just not what it could have been. And I agree with that, like 100%, right? Like, the Cyclops Legacy card is probably, if anybody can get their hands on this card, majority people have this figure, right? Like, this was a figure that everybody wanted. Yeah, um, and that's why I'm going to push back on that, because I don't want a repeat of what it was when it first came out. So, And, and I'm not saying it's a repeat. And I understand, and that's where I was going, because I understand how OP, I guess, uh, that, that, that Cyclops was. Um, but I would have loved something kind of in between, right? Like, I look at this Cyclops here, and we look at 40 points. He's got destroy blocking. He's got leadership that increases action total by plus two instead of one. And then he has when Cyclops hits until your, friendly, uh, until your next turn, friendly characters with the X-Men keyword can use sidestep. Now... With the older one for 40 points, it just had so much, right? Like, he had all the perplexes. He had the call-in IDs. He had all this stuff. Um, for this one, like, because we don't have co- the ID mechanic and all that stuff, I would have loved to see a little bit more. Like, I would have loved to see a contender on the Sky Tyrant side, right? Like, n- not saying that he needs to be Sky Tyrant, because Lord knows we don't need more. But on the late... I think my connection messing up. But the legacy cards, um, I, I would love to see more competitive aspect out of the legacy cards because it would be cool for people to, you know, fish out their old figures and be like, "Oh, I got my old figure. I can play with this." You know what I mean? And I feel like you would get more audiences into the meta, um, into the competitive scene. Excuse me. But although I know the competitive scene's at a power creeps situation right now, um, but that's what I would love to see out of these legacy cards. I would say he's still really good for 40 points because, I mean, he's if he hits, he's giving everyone on your team sidestep, yeah. which is amazing. And then he's giving, amazing. You, and then he's giving <laughs> amazing. you leadership plus, but it's 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 better than leadership because you're getting plus two, not just plus one. And that's where I go, and because I feel like there's a lot of characters, there's enough characters that can shut that down um, recently. Um, the thing is, we haven't really seen that many of them. At least, like, not from everything I've heard of, like from like tournaments and stuff. Like, yeah, they get, they get they get played, but they're not like overtly dominant. Yeah, that makes sense. It's a good point. It's a good point. Good point. The, the, the forty point Cyclops. Let me let me go pull it up. I don't remember if he had a stop click. Did he have a stop click? No, that was the other one from Re- uh, Regenesis. It's the one with the stop clicks, but that's oh, okay, okay. more expensive. I'm not saying give his guy. A stop wait, no, it was the it was the, Wolver- it was the Wolverine from that set. I'm pretty sure it was the one with stop clicks. So did the Cyclops. Yes, it, oh, it, 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 no, no, no. I'm, I'm looking at the Cyclops now. It was the Wolverine from this set that had the stop click. 
the Cyclops didn't. Yeah, That's what I thought. No, 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 XXS, not not. Oh, Regenesis. okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, sorry, XXS, not Regenesis. But, anyways, um, what's the other comments we got? The other ones we got were Austin Murray said Brood Queen. We went over her. And then Jabin Benedict said Death Streak. Thank you. Uh, give her Shapeshifter, <laughs> Foot Power, Protected Outwit, and Traded Shape Change. Yeah, she needed Shape Change. I, th- I said she either needs to have Shape Change or give her Flurry. Or give her giant reach too because she's got those long claws. Uh, she just needs to be more offensive. And again, it's not stealth, but it kind of is with behind the seeds. But it's stealth blades again for a figure in this set. I should actually look and see how many stealth blades figures are actually in this set because I feel like it's at least like a third. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't. Um, yeah, <laughs> that might be. That might be right. <laughs> we'll have to check that. All right. Uh, let's see if I can do a quick search, actually, for that. Okay, give me one second. So let's go to the realms. Let's go to attack. Nope, we want to go to... Is it going to let me do both of them? I don't know if it will. Yes, it will. So we're going to go stealth, and we're going to go blades. We're going to hit search. All right, let's go to rise and fall. Okay, maybe it's not that... Really? That No, that can't be right. We got Brood, we got Sabretooth, but he doesn't have the same. Silver Samurai has it, Mystique has it, <laughs> Kalisto has it, Brood Queen has it, Death Streak has it, the Legacy Card Brood, or Deadpool has it. I feel like it's more than that for some reason. <laughs> Wait, are you, just talking like about, are you just talking about Blades? Blade Stealth. Oh, Blade Stealth. There's a lot of characters with Blades, but yeah, there's not that yeah. many Blades yeah, stealth. Yeah. There's a lot with blades in this. Let me just real quick again. I feel like there might be a lot with stealth too, like just stealth. <laughs> Let's but, just, I don't know. This set's just been. Go ahead. I'm just gonna fill the bus here. This set's just wild, right? Like this set, the Wonder Woman set, the Fantastic Four. Like all of it is just, just wild. <laughs> House of X. Like even playing that thing in sealed is just crazy. And every time we get these sets, I keep thinking we're gonna. I keep thinking it's going to be balanced, and then we just get the the either super underwhelming or just very overpowered, you know. But yeah, yeah. Tell you what, though, I still haven't seen Old Man Phoenix. Uh, it, it, excuse me, I still haven't got the opportunity to get an Old Man Phoenix, and that mold is really cool <laughs> from House of X. There are like thirty-one figures in this set with blades. Damn it! Yeah, yeah at, at some point in their dial, they have blades. Yeah. And that's not counting the Legacy Wolverine and the Legacy Deadpool. If I did, that's thirty-three characters with Jeez. blades in this set. Did I miss the Legacy Wolverine? Let's just yes, look at stealth real quick, because now I'm curious about stealth in this set. But that is a ridiculous amount of blades. Ridiculous. <laughs> 31, was it? <laughs> 30, 31, 33, if you count the legacy cards. Oh, gotcha. Right. I mean, at least, at least for these characters, the people that have them on makes sense. So it's like, okay. Yeah, I right. agree. For stealth, it's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. 20 of them have stealth. 16 if you don't count the legacy cards. That's still a lot. That's still a lot. <laughs> I mean, looking looking down the other sets, that's about the average. But 31 blades at some point. 
on those figures. That's insane. Yeah. That's a lot. I agree. All right. Well, that is going to be it for this. Up did we get? I thought we had another one for a second. All right. That (coughs) is going to be it for our podcast tonight. Again, thank you guys out there for having us stick around for our 100th episode. I can't believe that has been this long. Kane, you're at the no. half, you're at the halfway mark cuz I think you started around 53 or so. So you're at the 50 mark. But Oh uh, man, if, if I'm here for my 100, don't get me wrong. I didn't know. I don't get me wrong. It's going to be wild. <laughs> I didn't realize this was the 100th episode. So I apologize. But when it's my 100th episode because I'm selfish, don't worry. I'll bring, I'll bring the fire, everybody. I'll bring the um, fire. <laughs> I was talking to Scott Porter about coming on for our 100th episode, but he did have a scheduling conflict and he couldn't make it. He said he's going to try to make it again. But that was going to be our big surprise. I wasn't going to tell anybody, not even Dan and Kane, and be like, hey, oh, everybody, cool. here's Scott. But uh, he had a scheduling conflict and couldn't make it. Well, it's too bad you ruined that like weeks ago because I was like, oh, yeah, this is the 100th. I bet Scott Porter possibly might be on for the 100th. Oh, did I spoil that? Well, screw you. I mean, it's not like I was worried about spoiling it. I'm just like, oh, this will be cool. Yeah. No, but you know what, listeners? Maybe I'll stay tuned for my 100th episode. For our 200th episode, Scott Porter <laughs> will be on. All right, no, uh, we'll see what happens then. But uh, thanks, everyone, for sticking around for the past year and a half on the podcast. Uh, we will be having our Patreon giveaway tomorrow. Uh, today is Monday, so if you're listening to this tomorrow, our pod, our giveaway will be tonight, but we are having it on the 31st. Uh, got a lot of cool stuff in there, so if you want to be a last-minute patron, get on in there for it. Uh, and then head on over to Glass Gambit Hobbies for some case breaks. That is one thing I did want to mention. He did have our case break on, I believe it was Wednesday or Thursday last week. Um, I got into two of them, and then the two giveaways that happened. So I actually pulled a Super Rare Mystique on my first booster. I actually, mm-hmm. got, the, I actually got the same booster uh, that I pulled on the Master Mole event, which was Exodus and all that stuff. And then my second one, I got a Blackheart. So I was super happy oh, about awesome. that one. Um, and actually, that booster had a Blackheart, a Brood, and a Hellfire Guard in it. So that was there you go. a great sealed one. But then one of the winners of the giveaway for a uh, spot the case break got himself a Prime uh, Beast. And Ooh. the other guy got himself a Fire Belly. So congratulations hey. to them. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> like just everybody pulling something. That's a, I love to see that. I love to see it. And the Ultra Chase was also pulled in that uh, case break, but I forgot who won it. I believe it was Kevin something, but I can't be for sure for that one. Yeah, you, go check. You go go check out uh, our sponsor because those those case breaks are just awesome. Yeah, Roberto awesome. won the Fire Belly. Uh, it did come with a broken tongue, though. But that's what you get when you get kind of um those kind of figures and then andrew new won the um prime beast so congrats to you guys but yeah if anyone wants to be a patron last second sign up tonight if you're listening to it tomorrow or in the future and then um we got some more prizes for next month but thanks everyone for sticking around for 100 episodes thanks for listening to us rant about rise and fall we promised uh maybe tone it down a little bit on the next episodes, but we'll see how good this episode gets on the viewers. Or if you like it, maybe not. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, thanks again out there for sticking with us. Make sure you guys are staying safe out there. And as always, keep clicking it.